the book of Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55 and verse number 6. And we'll read a few verses in this chapter. Isaiah 55 and verse number 6. It says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Amen. You know, in light of all the things that are going on in our world right now, there needs to be a, there needs to be a spiritual awakening in the hearts of people. There needs to be um, an awareness that what is happening right now has spiritual significance. These things that are happening, certainly there's physical uh, Israel, there's the politics and the, all the things that are involved in that, but there's, there's, a, there's a very important spiritual component to what's going on in our world uh, right now. And, um, you know, people, uh, they're looking at this, and I think it, it should be this way, that I think many people are looking at the things that are happening, and they're asking questions like, does this mean we are at the end? Does this mean that the Lord's coming is really, really soon? Now, I've heard this all my life, and uh, I've heard preaching all of my life on the soon coming of the Lord. But I, I really believe that we're living in the reality of these last moments of time. And um, for us, that should motivate us to seek after God. It should motivate us to encourage others to turn to the Lord with their whole heart. Second uh, Peter chapter 3 and verse 4, it says, they, the people were saying, where is the promise of his coming? Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. And so some people are seeing the events happening in the Middle East and they're, they're, they're seeing it as evidence that surely we're in the last moments of time. Others are saying just what Peter said. Uh, ah, where's the promise of his coming? Things are just going to keep going like they've... There's always been a war in the Middle East. There always will be a conflict in the Middle East. And some will just stick their hand, their head in the sand and ignore what's, what's going on, deny the reality of the times 
uh, that we're living in right now. But, but folks, the Lord is coming soon. The Lord is coming soon, and we need to uh, uh, we need to, to see these things that are happening and, and uh, look up, get our eyes upon the Lord. And if you have ever sought the Lord, we need to be seeking the Lord right now. We need to be calling upon the Lord right now. And if you're not sure of where you stand with the Lord and your relationship with, with the Lord, then this is not a time to say, well, there'll be another time. There'll be another service. There'll be another day. I can, I can, I can pray later. I can get right later. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a mistake to think that you can just keep putting it off to another time and another day. Now, Isaiah is a prophet in Judah, and uh, Judah was filled with idolatry. And uh, he's warning them about their worshiping of false gods. And uh, I know it's kind of hard for us to even, you know, grasp the thing that they would, the, the idea that they would create an idol and then worship it. But in reality, the same thing is happening today. Uh, in, in one form or another, we, we're finding other things to, to adore, other things to worship, other things that have received our, our affection. And Isaiah was warning about uh, the danger of uh, turning all of your loves and your affections toward the things of this world and in a spirit of, of idolatry. Uh, this is a time not to seek after anything that this world has to offer. This is the time to seek God. If we've ever sought the Lord, we need to seek the Lord. I understand that uh, Jesus is a seeker, but we have our part to play too. He, is, he came to seek and to save the lost, but we as well have a responsibility to seek after God to turn to the Lord, to turn our hearts and our affections toward uh, the Lord. That's the part we are to play. And so the, the verse here that says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. It's interesting that that word, seek, uh, the Hebrew word is the word darash. And it's a word that means uh, to make a well-worn pathway. Uh, a well-worn pathway, to travel a pathway often. If you've, you know, been out in the woods or if you've done anything at all around a farm or anything, you know that animals make pathways, people make pathways, they make well-worn pathways. And, uh, and so when he says, seek the Lord, he's saying here, make a well-worn pathway toward God. To the Lord, make sure that you uh, have uh, uh, that you are not just going to Him one time. People make a big mistake of thinking, uh, "I got saved, <coughs> and that was enough. I got saved, and that's all that matters." And you can go back to a day that you gave your heart to the Lord, but really, as a Christian, our life is a life of continually seeking God. Continually going to the Lord. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a well-worn 
pathway that we continually go to the Lord and uh, seek the Lord. Not just a one-time thing, but we are constantly going to God. And that is the example that God is giving to us here in this scripture through the prophet, prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Keep going back to him. Continually uh, seek him with your whole heart. I am so grateful for people in my life um, that laid down a well-worn pathway um, uh, of seeking God and seeking after the Lord. I had pastors and uh, Sunday school teachers as a young person who gave me a well-worn pathway to follow. And I'm grateful for that. I spent some time last week. I wasn't able to get back here for Sunday. I had to go on from the convocation to be with my brothers for a few days and trying to finish up just the last, the business of my, my mother's uh, business. And, and I, it struck me that, <coughs> that your life can be condensed to just a few boxes. That's all that's left, just a few boxes. And in those boxes, reveal the priority of her life. Um, uh, those boxes were filled with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures. And uh, we had to go through and divide up pictures. <coughs> Most of them... <coughs> Most of them were pictures of family. So that shown that that was a priority of my mom. Uh, her, her family was, was a priority to her. And then the other things that she had was things related to church and to the Bible and to Bible study and to the things of God. Those, that's pretty much it. All of her life just condensed into a few boxes that shown the well-worn pathway of her life. I got some of, I've got a, uh, a couple of her Bibles and they are, they're worn out. And I know there's been a lot of hours of pouring over the pages of scripture and probably some tears shed as she uh, read those scriptures. So I have those precious, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> well-worn pathway. Showing me the way to God, how to seek God. And I'm thankful for those people that God has used in my life and for the well-worn pathway that shown me how to get to God and how to seek the Lord. And it wasn't just a one-time thing, but I was to keep coming to him, keep seeking the Lord and keep going to the Lord. And that's what Isaiah is saying here. He said, seek the Lord, seek the Lord. While he may be found, that there's a, a window of opportunity that we have today to seek the Lord. And we don't have a promise of tomorrow. We don't have a promise of another week or of another day. We don't know. Every day you get the news of some friend or some person that, that uh, and you get the surprising news of someone that's passed on from this life and you you're amazed that their life is over. <coughs> and uh, uh, 
We know that we need to seek God while we have the opportunity. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring or what next week or next month is going to bring. So this is the time. This is the day of opportunity to seek the Lord. Make a well-worn pathway to the Lord. Amen. That you are continually going uh, to him. Jeremiah 29, it says, Then shall you call upon me and shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. Have you allowed the things of the world to distract you from the most valuable and precious thing, and that is seeking after the things of God? Have you allowed idols into your life, things that uh, have become more important to you than that well-worn pathway of running back to God and seeking the Lord. We are called uh, and given this wonderful invitation to seek the Lord while he may be found. As I said, we are living in the last days, so we don't know how much more time that we have. It's time not only do we seek the Lord, but we encourage Everyone that we know, our friends and our loved ones and those that are not necessarily following the Lord, that we urge them to seek after the Lord. Psalm 145 and 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. The Lord is close to you in this morning. In this service, if you'll call upon the Lord, if you'll seek the Lord, uh, you can find him and you can know him and you can understand what it is to have fellowship with the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. There are certain seasons of time when it seems like the Spirit of God is drawing and dealing uh, with people and, and uh, folks think, well... I, I can pray anytime. I can, I can go to church anytime. But no, you don't know for sure what time you have. While he's near, while he's dealing with you, while there's conviction, while you sense the presence of the Lord, respond to the voice of the Lord. Then it says, let the wicked forsake his way. This is a verse that describes... Repentance and what repentance is all about. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. That's the work of God through repentance because repentance involves not only turning to the Lord and calling upon the Lord, but it also involves turning away from your sin and turning to God. And, you know, we, we, we live in a, a really crazy world today uh, because uh, a lot of people, they want to claim God and have, have a relationship with God. I see these football players, they make a, they make a good play and they're all pointing to, to heaven like, God help me do that. God, God, was, God was helping me do that. Then they walk off the field and they're using all kinds of filthy language and involved in all kinds of unbelievable, ungodly lives. But God's helping me. And it's all because of God. And I'm not judging all the football players or the sports people. 
because there may be some of them that, that do know the Lord. I don't know, but I just know this, that there's a lot of people in our world today that they just want to add God on to everything else they're doing. They just want to add God on, and God's a nice addition to my life. But that's not, that's not the call of God. If you're really seeking after the Lord, then you are going to turn from your ways. That's what it says. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. And so you can't seek the Lord or turn to the Lord until you turn away from those things. The things of the world and of sin and the things that that have had a hold on your life and on your heart. Repentance is a complete turning away and a turning to God with your whole heart. That's what repentance is all about. It's a turning from your sin and a turning toward the Lord with your whole heart. And it's a, it's a false concept to say that I can just add Jesus onto my life and he's going to make things better in my life but you refuse to turn away from the things that break the heart of God. You can't do that. If you want to seek the Lord, if you want to make a well-worn pathway toward God, then he says, you're going to have to turn away from those things. Make a break with sin. Make a break with the things of the world. And follow after God with your whole heart. And be sincere and genuine in your commitment to the Lord forsaking it all. Uh, repentance is an about face. That just means you are, you are going hard in one direction. And then you meet the Lord and you have an encounter with the gospel and then you turn around and you're going just as hard the other direction, away from the ways of this world. They're just not compatible. The things of the world and the things of God are just not compatible. God wants you uh, to make a break uh, from the things of the world to forsake them and to pursue the Lord, to seek the Lord, is to turn away from those things that are of this world. Amen. Let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous his thoughts. Let him return into the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Praise God. For that wonderful promise that he's given to us. That he will pardon you. He will show mercy to that person that comes sincerely uh, to the Lord. And turns away from their sin and from the world. And turns with their whole heart after the things of God. Amen. Another important lesson in this text. And that is just how merciful that our God is. Amen. <clears throat> when you come to the Lord and you are sincere and genuine in your repentance, then he is merciful. He will abundantly pardon you. It doesn't matter what sin. It doesn't matter what has had its hold upon your life. And uh, uh, the things of the world that have a grip upon your life, if you'll come after him and Seek after the Lord and turn away uh, from the things of sin in the world. Then he will abundantly pardon. Abundantly pardon. Praise God. The next verse in verse 8 really describes 
you know, how far away that the natural man's thoughts are from the thoughts of God. The natural man's ways are away from the ways of God. <coughs> My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Amen. That's how far separate that we are from God. When you're, when you're in your sin and when you're in the world, you're, you're not thinking like God. You're not thinking the thoughts of God. His ways are so far above us. That's what we're to aspire to. That's when we turn away from our sin, then... And he comes and gives to us grace and power so that we can begin to think like he thinks. And that happens because we spend time with him and time with the word of the Lord. And that's what these remaining verses in the text are talking about. Uh, where it talks about the rain that comes down. Uh, that, uh, uh, that Verse 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. There's nothing compatible about the thoughts uh, of the natural man and uh, the thoughts of God. We're completely opposite. But it says, for as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and bringeth it forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And he's describing here, so shall my word be. So shall my word be. It'll be just like that rain that falls. And it doesn't fall in vain, but it, it, has, it brings forth fruit. It brings forth fruit in your life whenever you begin uh, to develop that uh, walk with the Lord and that relationship with the Lord. Now, I really don't know anything much at all about our new speaker of the house. His name is Mike Johnson. Honestly, I never heard of him before this week. But when I heard him say this, when they asked him about his worldview, where do you get your worldview? And he said, pick up a Bible. The new speaker of the house said, pick up a Bible and read it. That's my worldview. I just thought, if that if that guy means it, praise God, praise God that we have someone in, in that position. He's already being made fun of and ridiculed and the press is killing him uh, for that statement that he made about the Bible and the word of the Lord. Let me tell you, I have a great deal of respect for someone that can stand up in the public arena and say, that is what I believe. That's the word of God. That's the Bible. And I, I believe it. And I know that if you believe the word of the Lord, this text says it'll bring forth fruit. It'll bear fruit. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, maketh it bring forth and bud. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereinto I sent it. Praise God uh, for the word of God and thank God for someone in the public uh, arena that would be willing to stand up and say, I believe the Bible. <coughs> That's my worldview. That's my conviction. Amen. 
And we need more people in our world today that have those kind of values that can change so much about the direction of our, our nation. Amen. Seek the Lord. Amen. Seek the Lord. Let it be like a well-worn pathway. You're constantly running to the Lord. You're going after him. You're pursuing the things of God because that's what's important to you. You're going after the things of the Lord. I'm encouraged when I see uh, people come and then, you know, make a visit or two to church and then they they keep coming back and keep coming back. And uh, it's an encouragement to me because I know that you're, you're here because you have a heart that wants to know God. You want to know the things of God. You want to get closer to God. You want to, you want to uh, please the Lord uh, with your life. I just want to encourage you. Keep coming. Keep seeking the Lord. Get in the word of God and seek after the Lord. Make a well-worn pathway to the presence of God and stay there and get after the things of God with your whole heart. Then, oh, what fruit, what fruit will result. Amen. When we are willing Uh, to seek the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may be found. We do have a window of opportunity right now. We're still living in a wonderful day of grace, and that day may be over tomorrow. Our opportunities may be over soon. Your opportunity to turn to the Lord with your whole heart may be over soon. And that's why we must seek the Lord while he may be found. While we have opportunities, while we have God's grace and God's blessing and opportunity to seek the Lord with our whole heart. Praise God. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you are speaking, Lord, in these last days through your word and even through events, uh, worldwide events, Lord. I pray, Lord, that through them that there will be an awakening in the hearts of people causing people to see how desperately that this world needs Jesus. Lord, that all the focus on Jerusalem and Israel would help us to remember, Lord, that really our focus needs to be upon you and upon the events of these last days. Lord, help us to seek you with our whole heart while we have an opportunity, while we yet have opportunity to seek you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Could we stand everybody all over